Trigger warnings. There is a discussion of grief, spousal death, and depression. So if any of these are triggers for anyone, I'll see you back next week. Peace and blessings. Matteo Bianchi. I chose to believe in faith. A cure right was the love of my life, but I wasn't so sure we were meant to be together in this lifetime. She'd been in her most vulnerable state when our paths first crossed. A bond I thought was strong enough to convince her she'd always been meant for me was forged. But in the end, I had to walk away. And she let me. Akira right. I chose to ignore fate. Matteo Bianchi might be the love of my life. But how was I supposed to love him when I promised forever to my husband? He'd come into my life at a time when loving another wasn't a part of my endgame. The bond we forged changed me forever, but it had been enough to bring me out of my despair. In the end, he walked away, and I let him. Before we get into the episode, I want to do a family breakdown that Asia includes at the beginning of every book but with every book you're introduced to new people and then like also it's updated from the last one of who got married who's engaged whatever whatever so the first family is the Moretti family where we have Leonardo who is the dad like everybody I mean uh, Lu- uh, I was going to call that man Lucci. Lucia and Luca's dad, Leonardo. And then their mom's name is Nera. And like I said, we have Lucia who is married to Enzo. And then they have one child who is Enzo Jr. And then we have Luca who is married to Galena Invenope. I know that's not right. And the last book, I tried to not even play myself like that with like, and you know, they're engaged and they have their baby on the way. And what does this say? What you need to know, though, Leonardo is a Costa by birth. He does not claim the name or the family as his own and they have never claimed him. And so then we have the Bianchi family where Angelo is the dad and he was adopted by, um, what is this, Alessandra Bianchi and Martina. And then we have Amelia Bianchi, who, you know, is their mom. Then we have Enzo, Matteo, and Gianna. And then there's the Ivanov family, where we have Dimitri, his wife Sasha, um, their son Nicolet, and then Galena. And I don't think I ever mentioned Nicolet in the last book because he's still in high school and he's still trying to get his life together. Um, and then we have the, I want to say, Sate family. Sato family, excuse me. Um, now, remember at the beginning of book one, there's five families. These are only four. And we're going to get uh, the fifth family in the next book. But we haven't got to that yet. But that's just a breakdown 
So, um, and that's one of the things I enjoy about her book as well. When you have mafia books like this, and there's a lot of people, um, there's a breakdown in the beginning of every book. So it's just like, who's who again? You have something to help you along the way. So Asia, thank you for that girl. Cause I kept mixing myself up and having to go back and be like, oh yeah, that's right. This family member is this family member and they go there and they go there. So let's get into the story. Sometimes it's not the times you decide to fight, but the times you decide to surrender that makes all the difference. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. I'm your host, Erica the Bibliophile. So, this is Mateo's story, and we're jumping off into the past. And the past starts before sinful vows. So, before there was Enzo and Luca, there was Mateo, who is out with Rocco at this warehouse, and they're about to watch a fight. And the first thing he says is she's small, but quick. So whoever the woman in the ring is, you know, like he's noticing her and he's attracted to what he sees. And he's asked Rocco, you know, like how many times have you seen her fight? And Rocco says three times. Now the type of fight that goes on in this ring is fighting to the death. Now, her name is Akira. She is the daughter of Mio and Joaquin, right? Now, uh, Mio, like a little backstory on her parents. Um, well, let me do Joaquin first. Joaquin was security for um, Lucia. Like, she was his guardian. And they were real close. And... Um, he was sent out on a job to kill Mio by her father because Mio was an illegitimate child. And as the head of their mafia, they didn't want a woman running it. And she was uh, her father's only heir. So, but Mio was good. So she actually stabbed Joaquin and, you know, um, they ended up falling in love. So instead of him actually killing her, they fell in love and she killed her own father and took over his empire. And Akira is their daughter. So um, while Mia was like the quote unquote head of the family, Joaquin, I think uh, technically he's the leader of the Red Society, which is that assassin group that Lucia is in. And like I said, uh, Kira is their daughter. So she doesn't even have to be fighting, but he can tell that this is like an out for her. Um, and so as, you know, everybody's waiting for the match to start, a woman comes out on the microphone and says that her competition has canceled. Like they backed out, out of the out of the race. So, you know, of course, people start booing, like, hold on, we came to see somebody die tonight. Where, who gonna do it? Who gonna do it? So, she asks, you know, are there any challengers? And this woman comes out of the ring. And, you know, the announcer, she steps away so we can have a conversation. Like, you understand this to the death, right? Like, this is not over until one of y'all dies. She agrees. So, the fight is real quick. Like, Akira gets her down on the mat. She pulls out this nice slices her throat and basically that's the end of it and um 
the woman who's on the mic, Mateo is there to do business with her. So he asks her, does she ever do meet and greets? And the woman is immediately like, no. no. Her name is Fallon. Sorry. I keep calling her that woman. Fallon is like, no, don't ask about that. None like that. And so they go and do business. But Akira is actually sitting out in the parking lot waiting for him to come out. And he's like, you know, I thought, well, no, she tells him, I heard you were looking for me. And he was like, well, I was told that you didn't do meet and greets, but yet here you are. And so they have this back and forth thing. And at first he's like, you know, tell me that your marriage means something to you. Because basically, you know, like I hold marriage at a, a, what is it? Like marriage is sacred. But if you don't give a fuck, I'm finna not give a fuck. So what is it? But actually Akira's husband is dead. And he can see like the pain in her eyes. And he's like, oh no, we can't do this. Because I believe when people have sex with each other, you transfer energy. And he feels like his energy is bad. So he doesn't want to pass that along to whatever she already has going on. So he's like, oh, nah, we can't do this. And basically told her, like, whatever you're looking for, I can't give it to you. But she's like, no, I, I want it. So what are we going to do? So he sends Rocco on his way. And he jumps in the truck with her, telling her to drive to their casino. So she's like, you know, cool, hotel. I've done this before. Let's get it on. And so what was supposed to be a one night stand turns into a year of them sneaking around. But it ends because in that time of them sneaking around, Mateo, well, they both developed feelings for each other. But Mateo was the only one willing to put it out on the table and say, I want to be with you and I want this relationship to move forward. But Akira is still holding on to her past and her grief. So she's not willing to put a name on what they're actually doing. So he ends it. He's like, you know, you're not about to string me along and play this back and forth game with you. So cutting off ties, cutting all that off. And this is where I want to get on Akira. Because the way we always talk about men and say men play with women's emotions and, you know, basically like string women along, that's what she was trying to do. And I hated it because it's like Mateo kept putting himself out there like, do you want to be in a relationship with me? And she's like, no, but basically I want you around. And he's like, no, like I'm not doing this with you. So um, Akira's family, like they run illegal gambling so Enzo and Mateo like they agree to let um them come into their territory and host a game night like at their casino so they get it set up real nice and everything and you know have security boom 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 whatever whatever but um Akira helps herself to his apartment because it was um Enzo Mateo and uh what's her name Gianni, they all shared a, um, the building together. Like Enzo was on the top floor, Mateo 
had the second level and Gianni was at the bottom. So he had her thumbprint put into the security code so, you know, she could come and go as she pleases. And she makes her way into his room, basically, you know, like trying to saddle up to him or like push up on him. And he's like, are you here to finally agree to be in a relationship? And it's basically like, you know, I can't do that. It's like, so why are you here? Like, I have not changed my mind. That's what pissed me off the most. I'm just like, you know, he didn't change his mind. So why are you here messing with him? And it's like, you know that you feel something for him, but you're just not ready to admit it. And okay, so let's get into Akira. Akira, she's also an assassin like her and um, Lucia. They used to work together. They used to be kind of tight. Um and she was married like we know that her husband's dead but um like her husband he died in a car crash he was killed by a drunk driver and she's just feeling this sorrow like i and i want to say not to say okay i feel like what i'm saying is gonna come out messed up but i'm gonna say it anyway um I feel like it was the quote-unquote Asian part of her where she promised herself to her husband like that was supposed to be her forever and she just felt like she could not move on and the reason why I say it's messed up because it's like not that black people can't be loyal and not that um some people is just like whoever they married that's the person they love forever and they gonna do like I promised myself to them I'm not getting with anybody else marrying anybody else whatever whatever but it's just like she was so stuck on that and then like further on like as you get into the story as she's telling about her life with uh what's his name samuel was her husband's name you realize that the relationship was not as deep as she's holding on to so it's just like yes you tragically lost your husband but you weren't in love with him the way you're in love with Mateo and I can get how that's a part of the grief because she says like it makes me feel like what I had with him wasn't real and that's not the case it was very much real like your feelings were valid but you how I took it how I feel her and Samuel they were more so friends and he was her escape from the mafia world more than actually this was your forever person who you were meant to be with and um mateo like he was there every step of the way he let her feel her feelings like get it out express yourself say what you want to say and you know like i understand your feelings are valid and you can mourn him while still being in love with me and us moving forward and she was just so scared of that she was like i don't you know and she still has his phone number in service where she was calling his phone like you know i love you whatever whatever and i'm just like <sighs> i just felt like she just wanted to punish herself in a way because it's just like i like i said when you if you read the book it's just like the way she explained it like she couldn't be herself with samuel like he was laid back where she couldn't be her rah-rah self, basically. Like, she had to tone herself down. His parents didn't really like her, and that's the... I'm telling y'all, I'm sorry. That's just a red flag for me. I... Family got to get along. 
if our families don't get along or if your parents don't like me or my parents don't like you, that's just set up for a bad relationship. I just do not believe that I would be put with somebody that don't get along with my family. Like that is crazy to me. I'm sorry. I just feel like it puts an extra strain on a relationship where it doesn't need to be. Like relationships are hard within themselves. Why would I also be saddled with trying to fight your family as well? Like, no, I'm not doing that. So, um, and then when he died, I think the mama, the mama wanted her wedding ring back that came from Samuel's grandmother, all his uh, possessions. They wanted that back. And, you know, she gave it back, but it still hurt because it's just like as soon as he died, they couldn't wait. Like, um. Uh, basically snatching the shit like cinderella stepsisters when she made that dress just snatching everything away from her and just like good we ain't got to deal with you no more hallelujah and then for her to say herself like i couldn't really be me but this the person you you mourning like you can mourn your friend but trying to cut yourself off from relationships makes no sense so that's where she uh you know pissed me off (laughs) but while i'm still trying to be understanding and extend her grace but oof when i tell you i was like akira girl you please why are you doing mateo like this he don't deserve and then let's get into mateo so um you know they learned that their dad like basically cut himself off from the family when or told them that they were cut off from the family when it really wasn't true in a sense so where you know they were adopted by the italian man and he loved them but the rest of the world the rest of the italian world they would have never accepted them anyway so he broke off and created his own lane in the mafia world but they were cut off from their grandmother who loved them very much and so mateo is upset because it's just like as my father, I looked up to you. Like I go to you for guidance and to find out that you lied to me, it hurts. So there was a strain for a little while between him and his dad until they finally have a talk where the dad is just like, you know, I did what I thought was best for you guys. And then also he went to go talk to his grandmother because they they're trying to reconnect. And she told him like, I didn't agree, but I respected what your father did because, like I said, it was a race thing. Like, you have these Italians. Italians are racist. They're not going to accept this black man, you know, being in their neighborhood and being a part of their business. So him basically trying to teach himself how to be a black man and then marrying, what, a black woman and having these is she black or is she italian anyway by having these uh half italian black children it's just like i needed y'all to see what the world was going to be like and how they were going to treat us and so mateo like he finally understands and when him and his dad have the conversation his he tells his dad you know i want you to go get what's rightfully ours and let's build and take because they're in new jersey and so he's like and let's take over new york city so they patch up their relationship and also mateo is a christmas baby 
but he didn't decorate this year because it just didn't feel the same and he also didn't want to make a big fuss about himself but when him and akira or i should say when akira finally stopped playing um she sets up his place with a whole bunch of balloons like she decorated christmas trees she had balloons she had birthday cakes she just flooded out the whole apartment and was like you know i want you to know that me and your family we love you we see you and we cherish you and so uh he tells her you know like i'm gonna marry you i want to marry you and she's like well when you ask me properly i will so he pulls out because when he went to go see his grandmother he had looked at her wedding ring on her finger and she pulls it right off like here i i don't have no need for this you know because she's up in age and she's like here take it so he pulls that ring out and proposes to her right there on christmas and the very next day they went off and got married um oh i forgot it was like at some time during the book nobody had ever been able to find the the drunk driver who killed her husband because he fled the scene mateo found him like basically with no problem and presented him to her like you know i know this isn't going to bring him back or even stop your grief but basically here you go and she killed him and it was just like he was able to do what nobody else had been able to do just that quickly but yeah so they're married they they say no babies no time soon like they want babies but just not right now so that was mateo and akira's story i hope you liked it and i i appreciate this story because in the beginning she tells us like this isn't about the mafia business this is strictly like relationship only and it was a difficult relationship but when they finally got it together they got it together so the next story next week is it next week the next episode child because i can't remember <laughs> um it's gonna be cn i think is how you say it cn and gianna's story so we're wrapping up the bianchi family and i think then we're gonna go into the sullivan family we're gonna get to know them and they're the fifth family as a part of this five family group that we have going on and that's who is that i think it's finnegan and is it violet yeah it's violet and i can't wait to hear violet's story because you know violet is one of the girls that lucia rescued from the sex trafficking so we get to see her but the real story i'm waiting for it comes out february 6th and that's rocco and g and i cannot wait because rocco is crazy i forgot to tell you <laughs> so you know rocco is like a, a bodyguard and he just he be quiet he be in the background watching and seeing stuff so it's the fact that he knew some business he wasn't supposed to know and somebody put a hit out on rocco's life but akira of course you know told them like somebody got a hit out on you so you just need to keep your mouth closed you don't know nothing act like you don't know that nothing don't say nothing whatever and this man just laughed he laughs at the fact that there's a hit out on his life Rocco's crazy and i love it i just i can't wait anyway that's all i have for you my beautiful people peace and blessings and i hope to see you back next 
episode. I'm going to stop saying next week because I'm doing two episodes a week now. So next episode. Peace.